The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman, part of Seth's Saturday morning outdoors right after Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We're going to kick it today. we got a lot going on, and it starts off this morning with Captain James Smith from the California Dawn. He's going to tell us what was going on with crab. You know, we had some adjustments in the way we were going out of them. Because of our director of fish and wildlife decided to shut it down for a few weeks so they couldn't use the regular crab pots. But a lot of guys were ingenious and did the right thing. Captain Merlin Kolb on The Real Magic tell you what he did for his clients. And then we're going live in the blind to Los Banas climbing in bind with Randy Pringle out duck hunting. And he will blast them this morning, you can be assured. We've got Justin Leonard from Outcast Guide Service. He'll talk to you about Sac Metro King Salmon action. And he's out at the YOLO Refuge because today is... That's right, the opening of pheasant season and the reopening of the second turkey season going on right now, too. You can go out and get turkeys today if you want to. I've shot them. I've eaten them. I'm staying home. Alan Fong hooks up with us from Fisherman's Warehouse Stories. He's got a great info. He was crappie fishing out in the Delta, and he was using the new rig, the new live. It's and everything. that time of year, Seth, yes. the crappies start, start I biting. I bet he dropped in on a ton of them all at once. James Netzel's got the Sacramento Metro King Salmon update, and he's fishing Delta Stripers today. He'll get you up to speed. Senior Tuna hooks up with us again with great stuff from down in the San Diego area. Zach Medina's Delta Sturgeon action. He sent me a great video. We'll talk about that later on in the show. Show. Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, joins us, and there's more, lots more. Let's waste no time. Let's head to Captain James Smith and find out what concert he went to last night and is not on the boat this morning. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, Seth. Well, what concert was it, my friend? Uh, I seen uh, Whiskey Myers last night. I I needed I needed a little break after all the stress that the deputy director put me through. <laughs> I decided to treat myself to a concert. Well, apparently you did a nice job of it because I've seen plenty of crab coming in with the new hoops and rings and every other techniques that a lot of you guys that were on top of the game adjusted to. Tell our listeners how it worked out. Well, I know everybody was saying doom and gloom at the, at the beginning of the season, and, uh, you know, Emeryville had sent out an email to their passengers saying that the crab combos were canceled. Uh, you know, my brother canceled his combos. Everybody canceled their combos, but there was a little loophole in that law, and it said we could fish with hoops. Now, it's never really probably been done by – in fact, I know it hasn't – by a large-scale charter operation – and, uh, you know, like I said, I seen a little opportunity. I said, well, what the heck? I don't know what I'm doing. I've never hoop fished before. And uh, we went out. I got a bunch of hoops, and I told my crew, I said, hey, we're going to do this, and we're going to make it work. A bunch of hoops, and, uh, folks. That's like twenty, thirty thousand. dollars <laughs> Like 30 grand, I think he said he, you know, he did in hoops. Yeah, I just walked out and got a couple of hoops. Yeah, well, more than a couple of hoops. But, you know, we're already set up with the hydraulics and um, – uh, there was a hoop out on the market that was – it's called a, um, an HD. or It was, it was a heavy-duty hoop 
we added rebar to them. I, I forgot. I bought like 700 feet of, of inch and inch and a half rebar. We fortified all our, our pots. We used regular crab rope. You know, we, we, we did them up. We did them up as beefy as we could that could, you know, hang with what we do out there, the bad weather, the hydraulics, you know, pots coming up at 40 miles an hour. I mean, we did it. And uh, first day, you know, went okay. Well, we had 200 crab between the two boats, and I said, hey, guys, it's going to work good. By the next day, you know, we never, we never looked back after that. <laughs> Limits of crab every day since, and uh, we're getting pretty – pretty darn good at it and you know there are ropes with you know pots just our ropes with hoops just like we do pot fishing but uh we do it high speed we're going through them and you know they're it's an interesting concept i mean you set those things down you literally we lay out a string we turn around we start pulling them it's just that fast and you know we've got it down now to you know we know exactly how many how many hoops to fish how many times you got to go through the gear for how many people, uh, you know, find some good bottom. And uh, it's been, it's been fantastic. I mean, it's a longer, more involved day where last year I was getting in, uh, you know, pulling a handful of traps and, and getting in, you know, today, I, it, the last couple of days, I should say um, it's been dark. Um, you know, it's a full day when you're trying to fish crab and rock fishing. A lot of guys aren't offering both. In fact, I think, um, most of the fleet or part of the fleet is starting to catch on now. And a lot of guys are doing crab only. A lot of guys are doing fishing only. We are still doing crab, rockfish, link cod. Um, I was been at the islands. It's been, it's been decent fishing. We've been getting three quarter limits to limits. We're on kind of a limited time basis on the island. I mean, understand we're pulling a lot of hoops to get limits of crab. And so, uh, we, you know, we do a couple hours of the islands and then turn around, come back. You got to set the hoops. You got to run them, and then you got to stack and put them back in the boat. So it's it's a lot of work, but the effort's so well worth it. I mean, the alternative was just terrible. No crab until who knows when they decide that it's safe and clear for the whales, which I've seen, by the way, very few whales this season. We had a lot before the director made his decision, but now. I mean, I'm seeing a couple of whales a day, and that's it. So I don't know where all these whales are at. They're obviously not in the grounds that we're fishing. So uh, hopefully they come to their senses and let guys go back to trap fishing. But until then, we got hoops. And I couldn't have said that better myself. Nice going, James. It's a good adjustment. You guys found the, the opportunity. You seized the opportunity, and you took care of your clients. What better way to take care of business than that? James, give them the hookup information. They got to get out there and get in and get 10 crabs themselves. And I'm going to come over and join you one day when you pull in there real quick one day. <laughs> oh, you're going to go, you're going to go I'm going to take trip, his huh? old ice chest back over to him. Are That's you? all I'm going to do. I'm just going to take the old ice chest he left at my house back to him. So you're going to go on a crab trip over and to the marina. Take it home again. At about noon. You and Marilyn are going to stop and have lunch on the way over. And, uh, yeah, we do that. We go at the Berkeley Marina, as right. a matter of fact. Yeah, go see James and. <laughs> Yeah, Let me know what day. <laughs> All right, yeah, James, I, that's that's fair notice to you, partner. But I'll tell you what, folks, this is the chance to get out there. You've got two weeks of really good-looking weather, some clouds and everything. It's going to be in the mid to high 60s all week over here in the valley, down into the 40s at night. This is it, folks. It's crab time. Get out there and get into them. And James is the guy to make sure you get into them with two boats going out all the time for it, the E3 and the Caldon. 
Yes, sir. And and check this out. If you do go and price some crab at the store, look at the price tag. It will knock you off your feet. I, I seen uh, whole cooked crab delivered for sixty dollars a crab yesterday online. So I mean, it's 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 a bargain to go out and catch these things. <laughs> uh, number yeah. So number here five one zero four one seven five 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 seven. Reach us on the web at California Don. Dot com also on Facebook and Instagram. Check out daily photos and reports. We post up every day so you can kind of keep the finger on the pulse of what's going out in the water. And, uh, yeah, no problem, Seth. We'll, we'll fix you up. I always seem to have a lot more friends this time of year. I don't know why. It's it's the season. It's the Christmas and holiday season. <laughs> and we just want to say hi and thanks, James, every time you got crab on board. I've been your friend <laughs> since you had tunas. Three four months ago, and I haven't heard from you or the truck must have broke down on the way here from San Diego. Yeah, yeah, I haven't heard from you or Ish Monroe. Just wanted to point that out. And we let him on our show, right? Yeah, you know, Steve Carson used to meet me at an intersection. Yeah, hey, James met me with a flat tire on the freeway. I'll never knock James. Man. All right, all he's right, got it, we'll he's let got him it off. nailed. Class act, folks. California Dawn and the new Eldorado Three. Get on board and have a great time out there, James. Put your head back down on the pillow and have a great morning. Talk to you later. Uh-huh. Hey, I'm gonna see you guys. Hey, hey James, real quick, you sound a little bit like you used to at the ISE uh, you know, hard. radio show galley <laughs> that we did it hurt, today. It hurts a it hurts a lot more these days. The older I get, the uh, more it hurts. So yeah. I try and I try and refrain from ISE moments like uh, like in the past. Yeah, Check that like, DOB you know, on your driver's license, buddy. That'll explain a yeah, lot. Date of birth does a lot there. <laughs> All right, James, have a great one, and thanks so much for giving us an update. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. All right, let's take a quick break right now. When we come back, we're hooking up with Merlin Kolb and the Real Magic out of Bodega Bay. Right after this, y'all stick around. You're going to get hooked. Planning a fishing getaway, a private charter, a tour of San Francisco Bay, or Northern California's coast? The California Dawn Sport Fishing Boat is the answer. Second-generation charter boat operator Captain James Smith will get you in the fish or take you out for a day to remember. With over 20 years' experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, the professional crew of the California Dawn will put you in the action for halibut and stripers, shark and sturgeon, rock and lingcod, and, of course, crab combo trips. Where anglers get their share of rod and reel action, then check the pots for crab to add to their catch. Specializing in live bait potluck fishing trips, the California Dawn is a fast 50-foot fiberglass glass boat powered by twin diesel engines with the latest in marine electronics sonar heated cabin fully electric galley for hot meals and restroom facilities they all make the california dawn one of the most comfortable fishing charters available the availability of fishing licenses bait and tackle on board make fishing easy and enjoyable to find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on board the california dawn or to book a trip give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check the web at www.cal CaliforniaDawn.com. Hi, this is Seth to tell you about my favorite car dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people, well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat. Pratt Ford. You'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no 
closers. I know I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy anyplace else? Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. Duckworth Boats, hand-built by highly trained, skilled boat builders with pride, precision, and craftsmanship with models from 18 to 40 feet, designed for both fresh and saltwater activities. Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon is your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters, featuring the entire line of Duckworth Boats. From outboard tillers to jets and inboards, the Advantage Navigator, Pacific Navigator, Pacific Pro, and Offshore Series exemplify Duckworth's attention to details. Gone Fishing Marine's trained sales staff will help get the Duckworth boat you need with the right power, performance, and accessories. No other boat compares. Be part of the legacy. Join the family of proud Duckworth owners. Learn more at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or duckworthboats.com. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. More California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Well, you heard about the great action that Captain James Smith on the California Dawn has had this past week with crabbing and everything. And what he was complaining about earlier, he was not talking about the pains that he's experiencing. It was not a muscle stress. That was going to a no, concert last night and probably <laughs> having a real the nice The brain's time. a muscle, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> That's I, what hurts. I reckon it got a workout this His morning. It hurts. Oh. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, Merlin Kolb, uh, he's the... Uh, author of a new song called The Krabby Dance. I got a feeling and a whole new dance that's going on. He had a group of children out yesterday, but I'm not going to tell you about it. I'm going to let him tell you about it because it looked like a day a hooky on the water. Joining us right now, Captain Merlin Cole with The Real Magic out of Bodega Bay. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning and greetings from beautiful Bodega Bay. What did you do? Kidnap a school bus full of kids or something out there? It looked like everybody played hooky. Oh, that was so much fun. Highlight of the year. Uh, we had three groups of full loads of kids out of a school uh, just south of here, a, a school district that where the kids get together and we go crabbing. And we were uh, we were pulling the rope on the block. We were washing buoys. We were uh, baiting bait jars and and doing the crabby dance. It was so much fun. Three trips. It was awesome. Well, it must have been a very productive trip for Smiles because I know you, and every time a kid did something and turned, he had to have a smile, and you must have had a huge one on your face too. Yeah, that's what it's all about. It's really, it's really what drives me, uh, sharing that uh, 
this splendor that we have here in Bodega Bay with uh, people that have never seen it before and and uh, especially the kids. It's what it's all about. The future is where, where we're at. Maybe maybe some of these kids will grow up someday and find themselves on the State Commission Fish and Wildlife Board. We can only hope. We can only hope. Well, I'll tell you what, Merlin, the... I have so many places to go. <laughs> Ken's got a whole lot of ideas he wanted to go with there. I turned the button off. <laughs> good thing he turned it off, too. I'll tell you what, Merlin, the uh, crabbing worked out really good with the rings and obviously worked out well with your group of kids that were out visiting. But uh, all week long, how have they been doing and how are they producing for your clients? Uh, just fine. Just fine. Uh, limits every day. We had double limits yesterday. We had really nice quality rockfish and lingcod. Um, let's let's clarify lingcod something and- real quick for the rookies out there. Tell them what a double limit is. Two trips out, right? No, that's a no. It was one trip. We we're, we can't run two. Um, what well, we did with the kids, but uh, no, it was a combo trip. Oh, double okay. limits: limits of rockfish and limits of crab. Beautiful yeah. bodega dungeons. In the old days, guys used to go out in the morning, then come back, and then they go back out in the afternoon again with another trip. They can't. Can they do that today, or is it not allowed any longer? No, you, we can do that. That's a crab only trip. Yeah, and uh, that's but, all Maryland wants to go on. Race out, hit the pots, race back. <laughs> It's a little more difficult with the hoops because before when we could soak the crab pots, um, you know, they were fishing while we were inloading our other passengers. And um, now with the hoops, it's uh, one hoop down, one hoop up. So it's a lot more time consuming. We have to commit quite a bit more time to get our limits of the of the dungies. Well, it's uh, certainly worth it. I don't know if you heard James earlier talking about uh, crab in the stores right now, 40 dollars $50, $60 a pound out there. Yeah, absolutely. It's totally worth it. It's a great trip. We're offering those combo trips. And if we ever get to where we can use our traps again, we'll start offering the crab onlys. But at this point, regarding the distance we have to travel and the time it takes to run through the hoop gear, um, you know, we, we can't offer the crab onlys at this point. Well, I'll tell you what, folks, it's a great opportunity. And this guy knows where the fish are hiding. I think he's got every rock marked out there with some great spots to go, not only for the crab, but better than that it's for all the rockfish you know merlin the uh whole area out there is one of the most beautiful areas and everything is there you guys have rv parks you got camping right on the water rv parks right on the water with full hookups there's no shortage of rv places to be and parks to be out there but you've got great restaurants great bed and breakfast great rentals it's a great place to spend the weekend and folks if you head out there and you can spend a couple of days on the water book the trips Go out there and have a tremendous time because these small, quaint communities like you can experience out there are like going back 40 years in time. And I'm not kidding because there's nobody breaking into the shop, stealing stuff out of your car. This is a great place to go and just kick back and have a wonderful time with you and your family or just a bunch of friends out there fishing. Merlin, give them all the hookup information they need so they can get more information about the trips that you offer, the best times to go, and what tapes are available because I know they're filling up now that the action is so good with crab. Yeah, let me just take a minute to, to give a shout-out to some of my fellow fishermen here in Bodega. Uh, Captain Rick Powers is doing great on the new sea angler. Bob on the Relentless is doing good. All the boats in Bodega are just grinding on these crab and having great trips. But if you want to uh, give us a call and book a trip on our boat, you can get, you can um, dial 707-875-BOAT. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Real Magic Captain. 
and on the web at uh, realmagicsportfishingcharters.com. Thank you very much, guys. Have a great show. Merlin, enjoy the heck out of it and keep those people smiling, my friend. I'll see you out there soon. All right. Thanks, guys. Captain Merlin Kolb. Turn off my mic and not disconnect Merlin. (laughs) I'll be okay. It's just which button do I push Been doing this show long? We have been doing it long. And you know what happened just 10 minutes ago, Kent? Exactly 10 minutes ago? It was shooting time. It's shooting time. Live in the blind. Remember, the clock fell back last week. Yes, and that's why they're up early. And Randy Pringle, our good friend, the fishing instructor, the owner of Best Bass Tournaments, is live in the blind this morning. I'm going to let you two duck guys talk. It's dark and foggy out there. What's going on, R.P.? Dude, I tell you what, it's foggy, foggy, foggy. <laughs> Looking at the dog, he's trying to find you. It's snap shooting at its finest. We've already been buzzed like six or seven times. They come in and fog and go out of the fog. All you hear is. <laughs> well, the good part is you don't have to get down when you're hunting in the fog like that. You can pretty much just stand there. That is no lie. Yeah, right now we're. Birdie's like, haven't you got something by now? I'm going, no, dog. <laughs> no, well, maybe. <laughs> you haven't you haven't had a flight come in there yeah. and just destroy you yet? Oh, they do, but it's quick, man. They come in and out. It's it's like standing in front you know, of the trap uh, box. Big, we had uh, we had about twelve teal come flying in about ten yards high, and Peter yells out, "There they are!" And like, there what was? <laughs> there they were. <laughs> they're gone. They're back on the fog. And don't come back. Yeah. How, Randy? Are you yep. at your club now? You got water in your club now? Yeah, we got water now, and we hunted uh, Wednesday was our 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 soft opener. Today is our opener, and and because it's November. There's there's a lot of birds, but there's not a lot of birds. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, no, exactly. Down in the Los Banos area, they get there, but it takes them a little while. Um, it's not like Calusa or uh, you know some of the places a little farther north up the valley that get the birds a little sooner than you do. Yeah. So you know they migrate. There's, so there's they're getting a lot there. of geese. Surprisingly, I mean, yeah. this morning there was uh, geese all over our head, probably fifty yards, sixty yards. We just couldn't see them, but they were right above our head. Yeah, but they could have been a hundred yards of that fog. You know. Don't don't fog don't don't sound shoot in the fog, people. <laughs> All right. You know when don't. when people talk about they wish they had fog. I'm telling you, no, you don't. No. You don't wish you had fog at all. You, you have approximately fog. three tenths of one second to react to yeah, when it's foggy. Exactly. Out there. That was. But you yeah, know, you Randy, you to- you know that if you get the morning that that fog clears up and gets out of there by about ten o'clock, supposed to be a little wind come in. Then once they once they pull the roof off. Things could happen quick. Well, you're 100%. We're real close to Volta, and so the birds are going to be flying in and out. That's what we're hoping, and yeah. we're looking forward to that fog because uh, the, log, the fog lifting, we, we just didn't want to get lost this morning going out to the blind. Well, if pure fishing would come up with some good duck lines, we could uh, we could talk about hunting throughout this whole segment, but we probably better jump over. Randy was jumping onto stripers. Oh, yesterday. he's talking about stripers. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. What was oh, going dude, on? With, we, we should probably talk about some fishing. Day. Tell them yeah, about. We it. had a field day the other day with my clients. We just had a great time. I had a water uh, water whipper in the boat, and uh, he did well. And uh, for you people that don't know what a water whipper is, that's a fluffy bug chuck and fly fisherman's what that is. Yep. We had, had to clarify. Yeah. Yeah, and and then the other gentleman, he was throwing. We had topwater fish and swim bait fish. So, on fishing on the San Joaquin on a couple of the shoals, we had an extra minus tide, and uh, so what made it really really nice. Um, the fish came out. You know, they were right on the right on the outside line where the where the current break would hit the the shoals and yeah. deflect. 
and all I did was go around looking for that three to 12 feet of water drop off of a shoal. And when the water hit that, it deflect and we kept just catching fish. It was pretty dang fun. And, uh, if you guys are going out there this weekend, remember, man, just fish the current breaks, even if they're in the middle of the river. I called Randy during the middle of all this going on out there, and they had flies that were flying around and the guys casting over each other. I'm, I've seen it, and i got to tell you, folks, there are a lot of great fly fishermen that go out there for stripers. Great stripers. Good. They're, these guys are great fly fishermen. They aren't rookies. They know what yeah, they're, they're doing. Really good. Their presentation, if they got a hair on that fly going the wrong direction, they're working it. That little whistle right there, that's a great way to tell us, leave this man alone yes. and let him do his duck We hunt. have to go now. Because that's why he's out there. Randy, we really appreciate you sharing with our listeners hey, and everybody. You guys have a great afternoon, and if I get some, I'll, I'll send some pics. You got right it. now, I don't, you want a picture of the fog? No. <laughs> but if you do get into the big mess of them when the sun starts lifting off, please give us a shout back. Let Marilyn know, or we'll throw you on the air real quick to give us an update. You got it, my friend. You guys have a great afternoon in the morning. You have a great shoot. Take care, my friend. We appreciate you. Well, he's having some fun, and we're going to take a quick break, because when we come back, Kent Brown's going to talk more about duck cutting. He doesn't even know it yet. He's reading ahead on the notes going, oh, God, i got to do this. We'll be right back. It's time you head to the calm and productive waters of Bodega Bay and climb aboard the newest and nicest charter boat around, the Real Magic. Owned and operated by Mike Ogney and Captain Merlin Cole, this fully updated 34-foot catamaran is 12 feet wide, extremely stable, and powered by 700 horsepower. Equipped with all the latest in electronics and state-of-the-art equipment to ensure a successful day, the Real Magic will get you on the fish fast and back to harbor in comfort and safety. Don't miss your opportunity to fish with the best. Real Magic. Call 707-875-BOLT and check them out on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com. Paulina Peak Tackle, a top producer of fishing tackle designed for dedicated kokanee salmon anglers. Paulina Peak Tackle makes high-quality, effective ultralight dodgers, lures, spinners, hoochies, and more in a wide variety of fish-catching color combinations. Whether you're trolling your favorite close-to-home kokanee lake or that trophy destination of a lifetime, Paulina Peak Tackle's erratic actions and vibrations consistently attract fish to strike. If you're looking for sure-fire fish-catching combos for kokanee, look no further. Check them out at your favorite tackle store or see the entire line at paulinapeaktackle.com. Order online or call 755-224-2205. When you're looking for the latest in fishing gear, accessories, and live bait, Elkhorn Bait and Tackle is where you'll find everything you need for fishing fun. Elkhorn Bait has high-quality rods and reels for every type of fishing in Northern California, from trout to bass, sturgeon to stripers, and salmon to shad. And more important, Elkhorn Bait always has the best and largest selection of fresh baits like crawdads, minnows, pile worms, blood worms, night crawlers, and more, including frozen tray baits. Elkhorn Bait and Tackle, 20th Street in Elkhorn Bull. Boulevard west of Watt, 916-991-5298. Hey, they're also your local U-Haul dealer. Lorenz is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lorenz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorenz Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing Allowing anglers to 
quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Hey, California sportsmen. Recognize that call? This is John Kirk, Director of Communications for International Sportsmen's Expos, the ISC, here to invite you to see the show back at Cal Expo in 2022. Mark your calendars, tell your buddies, and make plans to join us January 20th through the 23rd at Cal Expo. We missed producing California's largest sportsman show last year and look forward to seeing you at the ISC January 20th through the 23rd. It's been too long. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose baits, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Pacific Flyway Supplies in Dixon knows the importance of family activities and the outdoors. Regina Stafford of Outdoor Adventures, a lady who knows her way around hunting, fishing, and conservation, will motivate you to live long in the outdoors. She'll tell you when, where, and how your family can take advantage of many outdoor opportunities close to home. From fishing to hunting, bird watching to animal rescue, women take part in our outdoor traditions, becoming skilled sportsmen, helping to lead the way for their families. And now, here's Regina Stafford with Live Long in the Outdoors. Well, Sep, got a chance to get to Colorado. Got here Thursday night. Went out and did some scouting Thursday night. Seen a couple nice bucks. Went out this morning Friday. Seen a couple nice bucks again this morning. Got camp and everything all set up today and we're set to go tomorrow. So hopefully we're going to have a good day tomorrow and get a couple of nice bucks down. Um, just called to say, everybody, you know, we got uh, Black Friday coming up here real soon. Uh, pay attention to the website and also to the newspapers if you get them. We got some really great deals in there. I'll see you all next week. Take care. That's Travis Morgan. He was headed out because it's gun fishing and other stuff segment this week. He was headed out on a mule deer hunt back in Colorado, and he's out there this morning. I've already texted him this morning. He's up and at it and out there. They've been seeing mule deer every single morning out there. And it is, uh, he's apparently, if you own an ammo store, you can get the right ammo to use when you're shooting in Colorado without any troubles at all. So that's taken care of. But we can't, in addition to that, we want to give him a little update on ammo and stuff like that and what's going on out there. Is more and more water available for these guys now? Well, yeah, there's more and more water becoming available because more and more rice is, do is all the, harvested. Do all the duck hunters know that the peak of the season is the last third of the absolutely. season? Okay. Oh, uh, no, absolutely. And, and uh, you know, they. And, and as a matter of fact, a lot of them, Sep, don't, uh, don't even want water yet uh, because they don't want their fields fed out from birds coming in at night and, uh, you know, doing things like that. So it's just, uh, it's just, you know, kind of one of those weird, uh, you know, they want to get out there and get hunting and get their blinds set and get their decoys out and all those things that, you know, you have to get done. Um, but they, they also know that it's the November doldrums, you know, it's, uh, it's slow vember as duck hunters want to call it. And <laughs> well, it's also holiday seasons and well, not as many people go out, but no, a lot of guys actually go out. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to be here while she's doing all the cooking. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And then, uh, but you know, now, now I think, you know, with the, uh, with the Traeger grills and everything else that everybody's doing step, I think, uh, 
I think what's happened is uh, there's more guys that are doing the cooking. <laughs> I wouldn't be a bit surprised. Yeah, there's there's more there's more smoked turkey going on in the trekkers and things like that. But won't be at my house. It'll be a big old tri tip. Well, that's not such a bad idea oh, either. Prime so. rib. Who knows what we're going to do? Hey, I know what we're going to do sandwich. now. We're going to play the <laughs> intro to that segment that Travis was supposed to play the outro, just so we get the commercial in for our good friends at Guns Fishing and other stuff. Guns, fishing, and other stuff knows the importance of family activities and the outdoors. Regina Stafford of Outdoor Adventures, a lady that knows her way around hunting, fishing, and hard work will motivate you to live well in the outdoors. She'll tell you when, where, and how your entire family can take advantage of many outdoor opportunities close to home. From fishing to hunting, bird watching to animal rescue, women too can take part in our hunting traditions, become skilled sportsmen themselves, and help lead the way for their children. Live long in the outdoors with Regina Stafford, sponsored by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff, your one-stop outdoor shop that has it all. From fishing to hunting and everything in between, you'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores. Take the family and pick up the stuff you'll need for your next family adventure. Two locations, in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road, just off Highway 80, and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza Road. Don't miss the deals at the Guns, Fishing, and Other stuff online outlet check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com for california sportsman with seth hendrickson i just got a text from our good friend alan vaughn you know what he says forgot to charge my phone but he'll be there i have a sneak and suspicion <laughs> plug it in yeah plug the dang thing in it'll be working he never forgets to charge fine. the batteries on his boat <laughs> Well, he did have an interesting trip out for crappie this week, and we're going to talk you know, to him about it. It's funny. I talked to my old buddy D. Thomas the other day. You know, the father, flipping fishing Hall of Fame member, mm-hmm. and he said, "I said, catching any fish?" And he said, "I'm perch jerking, boy." Yeah, I would. And do that's too. what he's been. It's so much fun. That's what he's been doing: catching crappie and bluegill in the marina. So, yeah, are there big bluegill out there? Yes. Like? Yeah, there's a lot. How of big's ears. a big? Uh, you know, your hand size. size. You could you could turn a Rapala fillet knife loose. Claude on it. Davis at Lake Berryessa, forty fifty years ago, got me involved in crappie fishing out there, and I've yeah. never looked back. That is so much fun, and they are so good. They're so good to eat. That's the thing about crappie is they're they're just the best. You know, and one of the easiest to things to do in the world. We did a TV show on Barrios, I don't know, with Ron Popeil, the guy that used to have that a food saver and all those Jesus, different things. I haven't even, I haven't even gone that long. Excuse you how old I am. <laughs> I haven't it even wasn't gone a, that we, we actually did the commercial on the houseboat with the fish that we caught. We would take the fillets off. Claude would boil them in the water. And yeah. I'm thinking boiled fish. That's going to be real tasty. Yeah. Put a little salt and some other stuff in it. No big deal. And then take it out and mix it with cocktail sauce. Holy Toledo. It was like crab, man. Yeah. Crab cocktail, just all you could ever imagine. Yeah, no, they're amazing. And, and this is this kind of a fishery that, like, you know, Alan Fong and D. Thomas, man, it's only the old guys that really do a well, lot of Jim that. Jim Seychow and his wife, Mon, yes. are out there all the time doing yeah. it. And, boy, they're great at Clear Lake, Berryessa. And now Alan was out in the Delta. But we'll talk to Alan in a minute. Let's go find out what's been going on in a lot of places. I got opening day of pheasant season right now. We got Captain... Justin Leonard joining us right now from Outcast Guide Service. He's on a personal hunt today, but he's going to give us a real quick update on wild bird season. Not like we talked to David Martin all the time. This is the wild bird. This is the real McCoy pheasant season. If you can get onto a refuge like he is, you're likely to run across a couple or see them. But I don't see them at my home anymore. And I used to have as many as fourteen or fifteen there every morning. 
Yolo Refuge. That's where he's at this morning. Let's go live to Justin right now. Good morning, Captain. Good morning. How are you? Hey, you're a little muffled, partner. Get a little closer to that. It must be cold where you are. Oh, it's cold and foggy. <laughs> it sounds like it is. Well, tell us what's going on this morning. You got a bunch of guys going out there and a dog, or are you just walking the ditches with a shotgun? No, I got myself, the girlfriend, and our dogs, so we're going to go do a little fun hunt today. Oh, that's great. It's a good opportunity just to get out and have some fun. Tell our listeners real quick what's been going on with Sac Metro King Salmon as well as the striper fishing out there. I know you've been running around doing both lately. Absolutely, yeah. The, the Metro Salmon, actually, this past week has been pretty good um, up until what was it, the day before yesterday. And the sea lions were doing great, so I guess Veterans Day. But the sea lions were doing great, but the fish wouldn't bite for me um, and not for anybody else, too. It was a very tough day. But um, what I've been noticing is you've got your morning bite, you know, your first pass or two. And then after that, you got to wait for the high tide change. And that's been the better bite. So the high tide change has been kind of you got a little two-hour bite window. And not that it necessarily is bringing in the fish and that's when they show up. It's just that's when they're deciding to bite. It's consistent marks throughout the day and everything all the way up and down. But the high tide change is where I've been getting bit the most. Folks, these are the subtle little tips that guides share with you that they figure out because they just flat fish so much. Normally, when you just go out fishing once a week or once a month or something, you don't get all these details and this fine ability to identify when the strikes take place. This shows you this kid's a professional. He's not some yahoo out there. They get out there and they concentrate their efforts, make sure those lines are down and working properly at the right times. And that's how you get more hookups, I would imagine. Is that true? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Damn right, it's true. Well, Justin, tell our listeners a little bit about this. At 8 o'clock, you can start shooting. Are you online or how do you go about it out there at the refuge this morning? Uh, it's kind of a big rush. I'm actually wandering around kind of walking the edge of the ponds. It's, it's so foggy. These ducks are just coming out of nowhere. So I got myself a goose so far. And, uh, and getting ready for pheasant hunting at the same time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I might as well go do something. And uh, we got on and hang out for a little bit till 8 o'clock rolls around. And then we'll go start walking around these dry fields and ditch blinds and really looking. What's been going on with stripers lately? Um, You know, the, the lower delta system is kind of, for me personally, it hasn't been all that great. I don't know how these other guys are doing. But, um. It's pretty muddy. I mean, less than a foot of visibility. It's not great visibility. The more fish that I've been seeing is farther north. For me personally, that Liberty Island area. And uh, kind of up the farther you want to push. But whether or not it's going to be casting or uh, minnow fishing, you're going to find some fish up there. But that cleaner water sucks a lot of those fish up. I have heard some reports. I don't know about it for the deep water channel. Um, but I don't know for sure. But I've heard a couple of little guys pipe in about that deep water channel. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on up there. I think I'm going to have to run up there to, on Monday and go check things out and see if the grass is any greener on that side of the ditch. But um, that Liberty Island stuff, is it's cleaner water. The lower delta, I think it just sucked a lot of the fish up just due to the cleaner water. It's real hard for the fish to see. Our spoon bites kind of die. The minnow bite's not very good at all. And you can get some fish casting and whatnot, but it's just it's not quite what I want it to be. So I'm going to, on Monday, we're going to go explore up there in Liberty Island and go kind of dial things in a little bit better because we had enough fish down there to stay down there, and then now not so much. I want to go kind of get back in tune with it. Captain Justin Leonard with Outcast Guide Service. He's at YOLO Refuge this morning for opening of pheasant season at 8 o'clock. So I know what's going to happen. About 7.59, everybody's going to take their first step or two out into the fields and start walking. I've been on those 
on the side of the road many a time doing that without dogs. And now that I have dogs, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a whole lot easier with a dog, isn't it? Oh, it's the night and day difference. Now uh, that I have a dog, it's like, holy smokes, I can't believe I did this. A trained dog. I had a younger brother. It worked out okay. <laughs> Same difference. Yeah, there's more birds down in the ditch. If you walk down in the ditch, you'll probably see more I birds. I was the younger brother. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry my father that. would walk us. <laughs> my father would walk us for miles at Gray Lodge. On and he always walked along next to you, too, didn't he? Miles. <laughs> I mean, miles, Seth. I'm not talking we hunted a field. I'm talking we hunted a complete west side at Gray Lodge. Oh, well. That's a big place. I'm telling you. Justin, give them the hookup info so they can find out more and go out and play with you these days. Outcast Guide Service sounds like a great place to be. You even hit Inglebright this week. So, folks, whether you want to catch freshwater, saltwater stripers, chasing kings, or go and pheasant hunt and give them a call. Give them those numbers and the hookup info they need, Justin. Absolutely, 530-277-6870. And all reports, phone numbers, email, messenger, everything you can find on Facebook. And that's just Outcast Guide Service, and that's the easiest way to get a hold of me. All right, Justin, you have a great shoot out there. Enjoy the girlfriend and enjoy the dog at the same time, because to me, the dog is half the fun. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Have a good day. All right. Have a good one. Hey, it's time to roll into our friend uh, Mr. Fong right now. And now it's time for Shimano's What's Hot and What's Not, brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Built upon a C14 Plus body for both a lightweight feel and carbon rigidity, the new Shimano Van Ford Spinning Reel incorporates a Magnum Light Rotor to benefit anglers with a quick response in critical situations. The new Shimano Van Ford features Shimano's Cold Forge Hagany gear, as well as Silent Drive and Micro Module Gear 2 technologies to produce power transfer like never before, while also boasting next level of rotational performance. All Shimano rods, reels, tackle, and accessories are available at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Stop in and experience eternally smooth reeling with Shimano. And joining us right now is the man himself from Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, the rod father, Mr. Alan Fong, joins us. Good morning, Al. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Crappie, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but I was... I went on uh, Wednesday, tried striper first, looking around. I could see down about four inches. So we we tried for a couple hours, and Warren and I, we actually had pulled on one point and took four. One about 22 inches, others were undersized. And the next three hours, never got a bite. So I said, screw it, I'm going to go look around. So we cruised around, went over to around Prospect, and the water was probably sea down maybe about. 10 inches and it's getting better every day and um, I went and looked at my crappie hole with my new live and uh, saw the logs saw the trees saw the fish in there so we fished for about a half an hour and we caught like 14 so then the next day I go back out see I'm going striper first look look to the water the water where I could see four inches a day before I could see maybe eight inches but it has that rustic look to it, so it's not quite ready yet. So I said, heck with it. Let's go full around with the live. So I started putting strong water down, started putting around, and I'm finding other trees. And uh, we just crappie fished, and we probably caught over 25. Just pulling around, looking around, playing with that thing. And I'm learning so much about that live. It's totally different than regular sonar. Half the time, 
I was seeing me backwards. So in other words, I'm going down the bank checking out things, and depends how I had the motor, it would show it on the wrong side. So it looked like it was coming in backwards. Then I look on the side on the menu, and it has a flip button. <laughs> so you could. <laughs> yeah, because I was going to unscrew it and turn the transducer around, you know. And your typical fisherman, do. your typical fisherman, <laughs> never read the freaking instructions. By Just God, go I'm going to re-rig this boat. <laughs> add, we don't have instructions. Book add in ten thousand dollars worth of accessories to your boat, but don't read the instructions. <laughs> that book's that then book's I, three inches thick. So I don't read them either. I'm just. Taking the opportunity to pass on words of wisdom I'm from my wife. I'm just for Alan to get the live all figured out, did I? Because I've got then live coming on my boat, him. and I'm just going to go take him out in my boat and learn how to use it. Mm, that's exactly the way. That's why everybody's going over there picking oh. his brain about it right now. I wanted to ask you, what does it look like, Alan, when you pull up on a tree full of those? Does it look like a Christmas tree on... with ornaments? Yep. I pull in a tree, and, you know, I got the ghost, so I spot-locked it. And I see the tree, and all of a sudden you'll see like three or four fish come from the side and then dive down to the tree. I throw on a one sixteenth ounce jig in 20 feet of water. I throw it out. You watch the jig go down, and I could put it on anywhere I want on that tree by watching that screen. And then once I drop in the tree, oh, fish on. <laughs> that kind of doesn't, that kinda doesn't take the fun out of it either, does it? It makes it more fun. Heck no, it's fun, but, you know, just learning about it. And then on uh, Wednesday when I was out there with Warren, I was taking video with my cell phone. And then when I looked at it, you know, I could see myself with the phone in the reflection off the meter. Here again, I look at the menu. I look on the bottom and it says record video. (laughs) I went back the next day. I put a chip in there, recorded it, came out really badass. So, son of a gun, it actually does what it's supposed to do. You know, these things, yeah. the new stuff from Lawrence has obviously gone so far. It is absolutely spectacular when you're out there in the water. And if you haven't seen live, folks, you need to take a look at it. You can go on YouTube just about anywhere and see wonderful videos of what's going on out well, there. Well, that and, and you know, I, Sep, I'm telling you what, and you, you use a trolling motor, but not like we do no. as a bass angler. That Lowrance Ghost is the best trolling motor you've ever ran. You know, one of the biggest compliments I ever had in guiding was a woman told me, or told Marilyn, that it's like he has his hands in the water and he knows when they're going to hit. And I'm thinking, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> no, uh, this is like having your eyes underwater and you yeah. see what's going on and simplifying things. It really isn't. You know, it, and it's not for everybody. It's like Alice says, it's cheating. And, you know, there are, there's that group of, you know, oh, that's cheating. But, you know, if I was what? a tournament I mean, bass guy, I'd be cheating every day with that absolutely equipment. you know every, the guys you're fishing against are cheating too because yeah, they true. got one on the bow of their boat so you better have one on the bow of yours well they got them on the bow they got yeah. them on the back i saw one the other day with three twelves on it what the heck for? everybody's running four twelves guy now. must need glasses and doesn't wear them <laughs> yeah. well see what happens yeah, is... you know what but the thing is it's like i'm finding it you know i'm pretty good with sonar but when i went to this thing i go Damn, this is totally different. But, you know, the more I'm using it, this is only the fourth time I've had it out. And also in the Delta, it's a lot harder to learn how to use because there's so much crap in the water. Yeah, and it's so shallow. What kind of an impact do you think you're going to have at, say, 30, 40 feet deep? Is it going to look the same, the same kind of activity shown on the screen? the guy, I got friends that are using them in lakes, and it's crystal clear. And, I mean, you could just literally – 
I got one guy fishing Folsom, and he said that's just unbelievable because you're putting it on the fish, and then once you learn how to look at what you're looking at, you can almost tell when those fish are going to bite and when they're not going to bite, so you're not wasting your time. Yeah, you see them move right up to it, look at it for a second, and all of a sudden your bait disappears. Oh, that would be in that fish's mouth right now. Stick them. That's the way it works. Alan, folks can get everything that we've been talking about. You can also get an education by stopping it at your favorite fisherman's warehouse store and ask them how live works, how the new Lorant stuff all functions. Get out there, get on the water, and have some fun, and make sure you stop by your fisherman's warehouse store and make sure you've got everything you need. And remember, if they don't have it hanging on a hook in the store, chances are they got it in the warehouse and it'll be there tomorrow, or they can send it right out to you. You can order online at their website. Alan, thanks for sharing with our listeners and the great news right. about live and the performance out on the water. We appreciate it, my friend. Thank you. Talk to you later. You have no choice, my friend. You know, what a great invention that they came up with with this live thing. It's going to really yeah. change things. And all the other companies, you know, got to be jumping on the bandwagon. Well, and, and, and honestly, we, you know, Lawrence wasn't the first one with live, uh, but they've sure perfected it into a complete system. One. With a live unit, live target sonar, and the ghost troller motor. It's all one and combo. And probably the boat that goes with it, too. Yeah, you they, they you can, know what? We can do that. I know they can. <laughs> if you're looking for the newest from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. From Shimano's freshwater rods and reels to offshore tackle to conquer even the hardest fighting game fish, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores and Shimano have it all. Join Gate Crasher Fishing and Captain Zach Medinas for an epic fishing adventure on California's Delta, San Francisco Bay, or out the gate. For professionalism and great service, join Gate Crasher Fishing for an impressive trip that will keep you returning season after season, no matter what species you pursue. Captain Zach believes in the tradition of harvesting sustainable fish, such as king salmon, rock cod, halibut, and striped bass, seasonally, and also fishes white sturgeon. Great for corporate team building, family recreation, or friends just having fun. Book now for the trip of your lifetime. Call Gate Crasher Fishing, 925-497-7171. And learn more at GateCrasherFishing.com. Come on out and experience our difference. Hook up! Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. Their trained sales staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fish Marine for boaters who settle for nothing but the best. Go boldly with Mercury. Brad's sight, scent, and vibrations. That's what makes Brad's super baits and cut plugs killers for salmon, trout, and kokanee. And here's a tip. If you haven't tried the kokanee and mini cut plugs for midday salmon, large trout, or landlocked kings, you're absolutely missing out on the action. Brad's killer fish is the truest running J-plug on the market. Just ask the NorCal guides. It's quickly becoming the go-to plug for solid hookups. Check Brad's out at your favorite tackle retailer or at Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed 
Excellence Brad Skiller Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. For high thrust power, performance, and portability, pick up the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust Four Stroke. Its streamlined design is up to 12% lighter than previous high thrust models. Still, it delivers up to twice the thrust of comparable two strokes. It's the perfect kicker and a great choice for sailboats, john boats, or deep Vs. Any small craft that begs maximum muscle in an efficient, lightweight package needs the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust Four Stroke. Pick one up at Bucks Outport, 2750 47th Ave in Sacramento. Family operated for over 50 years, Bucks carries the full line of Yamaha parts and accessories and has service you can count on. Bucks Outboard, the sportsman's choice. 916-428-3917 or BucksOutboard.com. Hi, Lenny LaPinta here for Bucks Outboard. I'm inviting you to come down and check out our full line of Yamaha Outboards. Great deals going on right now. You can catch us on the web at www.bucksoutboard.com or give me a call at 916-428-3917. I'll be waiting for you. Brands is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lowrance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Now, now here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our salt Water Bay and Coastal Report. Hey, Kent, you see how smooth I was on that one? Hit all the right buttons and everything. <laughs> that was amazing. Good morning, Mr. Rogney. Yeah, but you're behind time. <laughs> Hi, Mike. <laughs> Is he behind already? Yes, um, talk just, fast. Just a couple of minutes. Kent, Kent, you got one job. That's to keep him on time. I do, but he's not here. I, I managed to do it perfectly. The so. stick broke. Exactly. So so what's happening, man? Are you at the Duck Club, or do, you, do we have to talk about fishing? Oh, I'm back I, I'm back home here for uh, for a few days. It's kind of the, the November November doldrums. I could be up with the other guys up there chasing some pheasant today. But I, I told Sep what Slovember means for duck hunters. <laughs> oh, yeah. It just, it, it just doesn't happen. It, yeah, I figured you, you, you get up there, you have the highest hopes at 30 knots of wind and not a bird in the sky. December rolls around, and here they all come. Yep. They, I thought you'd be doing the crabby dance. Well, can't do you, you know about the Krabby Dance, don't you? I do. I've seen it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's it is it, to me. It's like you know. For, well, for the listeners out there who don't know what the Krabby Dance is, my partner Merlin is this. He's a he's a roughneck. His other his last most recent job before he became a, a party boat captain, he was a supervisor on oil uh, drilling rigs. He's a he's a tough little firecracker of a of a guy. You know, it's just one of these super macho guys. But he can get a half a dozen 50-plus-year-old men dancing like kindergartners on the back deck, pinching their fingers and their thumb together, doing the crabby dance. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's, all of, it's all over Facebook. And it's, just, and it, and it's, and it's so funny because he talks these tough guys into it. Like the first time he's all, we didn't get any crabs in that pot because you didn't do the crabby dance. 
Next thing you know, the guy's doing the crabby dance. The next pot comes up. It has eight crabs in we it. Gotta, like, we got to quietly shoot video of this for extortion. Extortion to somebody. Yeah, no exactly question right. about it. Well, Michael, we all heard about the crab. We talked to James and we talked to Merlin right now. And I know you pay attention to everything that's going on up and down the coast. How did everybody fare with the crab and uh, any whale entanglements you know of? No, you know what? I I still haven't heard of uh, these whale entanglements yet. You know, yeah. just I keep hearing from uh, you know fish and wildlife and stuff like that, but there still hasn't been one. And someone needs to tell Chuck up there at Fish and Wildlife that you know what we're not having whale entanglements on the sport side. Should have let us just fish uh, pots, but we're doing this hoop net gear because that's the the political flavor of the of the month here and uh, we would be doing better with pots because we could leave them in full time but we're doing just fine with the hoops and there's enough time in the day to go out and score in the rock cod and get in it's a longer day but uh we're putting it in and the clients are real happy we're uh we're full through like december 10th we got some uh space in uh in, in late december but the books are looking really good and uh, we're getting a lot of people out, and a lot of people are, are excited, and it's going to be another great day today. I just looked at the weather about five minutes ago. We had about three miles off of Bodega Head. We had four knots of, of, uh, of uh, wind. We have high fog, and overall great weather for this time of, of uh, year. There were some higher north winds offshore, but there was no reason to go offshore. And if, you, uh, if your listeners want to know where we're crabbing, we're generally in anywhere from 60 to 150 feet of water from the far outer bay off of uh, off of the Tomales Point has been really good, and from Salmon Creek up to the uh, the river. If you land and you you drop your hoop gear down and you see a lot of rock crabs in your uh, in your pots, you're on a hard rocky bottom. Get off of that substrate, move offshore, move to a different location. These good uh, these uh, better um, Fish finders show the the bottom material really well. Get on some nice muddy sandy bottom, and you're going to find crabs. And there's a lot of them out there. Get the gear in, enjoy the day, and don't please if you're coming down from Sacramento and you got a small boat and four great big guys who want to do the uh, the uh, crabby dance on a 16 foot boat. Wait for a good weather day and don't show up when it's when it's rough and windy. Yeah. Guys die every year pulling pots up with boats flipping over, guys falling out while they're taking a uh, relief break, one might say. Mm-hmm. Well, Mike, yeah, I, I think everybody uh, that was able to change over changed over pretty well. Uh, what percentage do you think did a changeover, and what percentage got left behind for crabbing this year? Less than 25% changed over, Seth. There was only so much gear available. Um, it was really crappy that fish and wildlife for whatever reason waited until the monday before the season started on saturday to announce if we could use pots or not that was just i mean that's just of of being cut off at at, at the knees it's uh really shows the ineptitude that uh that management is showing at a a fish and wildlife well it would have been nicer if they had notified earlier and i I commented several years ago about the demoic acid situations. Why don't they test them earlier so they can start giving not only the retailer, but the dealers and the customers an idea of whether they should be spending their money on it or not. But for some reason, they like to send out all their memos normally at 
4:59 p.m. on a Friday yeah. afternoon. Yeah, and there's you know, and they're doing these 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 flyovers for the, for the whales, and now there's uh, there's rumors floating around that uh, some of the supposed flyovers uh, last season never happened. They well, told the public that they happened, but they but they but they never happened. And if, and if that's going well, down, yeah, but those are that just, has to change. Those are just rumors right now. There's no proof of anything like that. But I'd certainly announce it if there was proof of something like that. I don't know. Exactly. I just wish they quit playing political games and just let everybody get back to the great outdoors and enjoying hey, themselves. As if it's not bad enough with all the COVID, with being locked up, with masks, with schools, school boards, everything else going on. How about letting us have some fun in the meantime? And, Mike, I'd love to keep going, but we're so out of time. It's not even funny. Mike Ogney with USAFishing.com and The Real Magic, one of our great sources for saltwater information up and down the coast. We'll talk to you again soon, my friend. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Michael, have a good one. You know, we got to get out of here for this hour. we got a whole nother hour coming up right after this, so take a listen. Captain James Netzel will kick off the second hour. Steve Carson joins us. Zach Medina's live Delta Sturgeon action. And then Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, and more right after this. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Zepp Hendrickson. Coming up next. Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Upland game and waterfowl season is coming up quick. It's time to start thinking about getting your dog up to speed. For waterfowl, work on conditioning, bumper drills, and being steady until released. For upland game, work on conditioning, quartering back and forth, and stopping and standing still with the will command, especially with distractions. If you need some help, call to book a lesson or to drop off your dog for a couple weeks of preseason tune-up to 530 735-6517 or check out olivehillkennels.com If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, Fisherman's Warehouse stores are your Shimano headquarters for Northern California. With locations in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield, Fisherman's Warehouse and their knowledgeable employees will help you make the right selections for all of your angling needs. The new Shimano Stratic C300, C400, and 500 models will increase your hookup rate and are equipped with Shimano's cross-carbon drag system. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting rods and reels to deep-sea saltwater angling, Fisherman's Warehouse and Shimano have it all. Be sure to check out our online store at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lawrence electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all. And their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lawrence Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lawrence Live and the full line of Lawrence products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. 
I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hey, California sportsmen. Recognize that call? This is John Kirk, Director of Communications for International Sportsmen's Expos, the ISC, here to invite you to see the show back at Cal Expo in 2022. Mark your calendars, tell your buddies, and make plans to join us January 20th through the 23rd at Cal Expo. We missed producing California's largest sportsman show last year and look forward to seeing you at the ISC January 20th through the 23rd. It's been too long. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and we've got a whole nother hour coming your way right here on Seth Saturday Morning Outdoors with California Sportsman. Our next guest coming up right now is Jason Delta Stripers this morning, but he's been doing more than that. He's been running around at SAC Metro Kings, and he's covering some ground. From Tight Lines Guide Service, Captain James Netzel joins us right now. Good morning, Captain. Good morning there, Seth. How you doing? You're um, foggy you little foggy, you think? I, I thought it might be on the water. I was surprised it wasn't as bad going along the causeway coming in this morning. James, last week when we left you, you were out with Scott Call from Brad's. How did that uh, King Salmon trip end up? Uh, we, we only went out for pretty much just for one or two fish. We only got one. We fished for about two hours. Uh, you got you got something going on there. Sorry, and we're out live bait fishing. Get, get ready. Don't reel yet. When it goes down, stays down, then reel. He's got. He's out striper fishing this morning. This isn't king yeah. salmon fishing. He's updating us. The, the, the fish are uh, are uh, are getting in my way of my speech. <laughs> uh, <laughs> too sorry. much. Too much action going on for you. Yeah. So we we just we just went out for a couple hours because uh, we had that big dinner uh, uh, that night. And That's right. The Northern to... California Guides and Sportsmen's Association fundraiser last Saturday night. Yeah, we needed a nap before that, or at least I know I need a nap because I know those things go on till midnight. Oh yeah. So uh, we just went out, got a fish, and went back in uh, just to just for just for you, Seth. We did that. Well, I'm but, still uh, waiting for the fish. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we, hey. we we none of it. I I I have a freezer full of salmon from Alaska still, and uh, he didn't want the fish. Uh, Rob didn't want the fish, so we found a guy out there that never caught a fish this year so we gave it to him well he must be a happy fisherman for sure well you're out striper fishing today obviously the king salmon action dropping off a little bit right now as these fish continue through it into the system and there still may be some late fall fish coming your way but it seems like stripers have taken the uh, top position right now yeah it just, it just right now we had that rain there wasn't a huge rain but we, yeah, we got an inch of rain anytime you get more than a half inch the river's going to muddy up and dirty up and it was it was, and you couldn't, yesterday, we couldn't troll more than two or three minutes before we had, we had to reel in and bring everything back in. That's, so that just, that makes for an, uh, a bad day of fishing. Now, good, so, good reason to go live bait tossing today, then. Exactly. You just got to find some clean water because there's a lot of muddy water out here. What area are you working today? Uh, way, way up high. Way up high. Uh, yeah. I, wonder, that, that, I that, wonder if that means up there in that area nobody's supposed to talk about way up the moke. I bet it is. Yeah, well, <laughs> not, not up the most, but uh, yeah, I can't. I don't want. It's a Saturday morning. I can't. I, have I know exactly <laughs> what goes on. Yeah, well, I'm just off the party. I'm off the big boat by the old mothball fleet, 
and there'll be 30 yeah. boats there within about 25 minutes. So Exactly. Yeah, I'm by, I'm by Mount Diablo. I just can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know where you are. You're out there in the fog. Well, James, action is going to continue for the Stripers from now through like March before they decide to head up and spawn. They're going to be in there with a feed bag on and really putting it on heavy before they head up to do the spawn in the in the early spring. So you've got some great action. Is this what you're going to concentrate on for the next few months? Uh, no, I'll, I'll still switch back. Once that water clears in the SAC Metro, that's, that's only 20 minutes from my house versus an hour and a half down here. So I'll, I'll do my, close to my house as much as I can. Uh, it, you know, salmon fishing will get better. I mean, it's late fall season, usually after mid November, right about now, uh, we stop getting those American river fish. Yeah. It should, then, st- it should start to pop as they continue into the system. Exactly. Yeah. It, now it's not, it's definitely not limit style fishing. You know, there, there are days where you, yeah, you this is, real- this is quality style fish. Exactly. This is big yeah. fish time out there. These fish usually run 20 pounds plus and they can go 30, 40 pounds and larger. And, and then hold on for dear life because these guys are fresh. Yeah, that's exactly what you want to do, folks. Well, I'll tell you what, James, you've got the best of all the worlds going on. Sacramento River Metropolitan King Salmon action, Alaska-style fishing in your own backyard, Delta Striper action, and your buddy Sean is up on Donner today. I bet he's freezing. Oh, I bet Poor everything's guy. frozen on that guy right now. But but he's not in the fog. Yeah. <laughs> he's above it all. He's above the fog. He's got brown trout opportunities. He's got elk and the big Mackinac up there right now, and he wouldn't be fishing if it it still wasn't producing. James, give them all the hookup info they need. They need to get out on the water with you and have some fun with the stripers or maybe those big late fall fish moving in later on. Yeah, so you can reach me toll free at 888-975-0990. Website is www.fishtightlines.com. And uh, call before you book because uh, sometimes two people will book for stripers and then someone will just book on my calendar without calling me two days or two people for a salmon. I can't do two places at once. So yeah. call me before. Always give him a shout. And you can ask him, how's it going? Because the first question everybody wants to know, is it any good? Should we go? Is it going to be wide open tomorrow? Yeah, but, you know, when salmon, you can have three good days in a row. Then, you know, you, you've experienced it. Then you can have three sucky days in a row. So you never know on salmon. That's right. you got to wait for another bunch to start moving in at that point. They hang out in schools, folks. That's why it happens in surges. James, thanks much for joining us today. Get those lines in the water and have a great time chasing stripers around the Delta. Before you go, give them that phone number one more time. Uh, reach me toll-free, 888-975-0990. Have a great day out there, partner. Give us a shout back if you hit hook up with a hog while you're out there. All right, thank you. Captain James Netzel, Tight Lines Guide Service. You can give him a call right away and get a trip booked with him. Hey, Kent, did I win? What? Am I supposed to read the gun owners? Gun owners in California. I'm, I'm you, supposed you give to be me the, the script here. I'm supposed to follow along. It's only like bright green in your hand. Well, Thanksgiving Christmas is right around the corner. What better time to think about and buy the gun owners of California 52 guns? A 52 Ooh. weeks raffle ticket is a gift for someone. Just put it in their stocking. Uh, and they will know all year long that you were thinking about them. Get a ticket to the 2022 gun raffle. Call Gun Owners of California, 916-984-1400, Monday through Friday. Or you can always leave them a message. Or just jump on the website uh, at gunownersca.com. Uh, this person bought a ticket last year for Christmas. I'm sure, Sep. Uh, winner number 46, 2021, Gun Owners of California, 52 guns. 52 weeks raffle. Ticket number 925, Scott Jones of Colfax. Scott, you've got a Weatherby Vanguard bolt-action rifle and 300 Win Mag. Um, pretty 
pretty good old standard Weatherby Vanguard. So they're going to uh, be giving you a call sitting down at Sportsman's Warehouse to do all the proper paperwork on that gun. Remember, in 2022, Gun Owners of California will still be your America's oldest pro-gun political action committee. You need to support them. Buy a ticket, become a member, and uh, wait to hear your name every week right I here just, in California Sports. I'm still waiting, but I just sent Sam a note. I need my 2022 ticket. So. Sam's probably sleeping. Yeah, wake up, Sam. Yeah. I need my ticket. You can drop them off today at my house. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, sir. We appreciate that. Let's take a quick break right now. When we come back, the man himself, Senior Tuna, the director of Penn Fishing Universities, joins us. And he's not been out on a long range or tuna trip this week. But Is he he's, sick? No, but he's been playing <laughs> down on the docks. We'll talk about it as soon as we get back from this quick break. Y'all stick around. A lot more coming your way. Tidelines Guide Service and Captain James Netzel offers professionally guided trips from Sierra and Foothill Lakes to the Feather and Sacramento Rivers and the productive California Delta. Whether it's trolling a favorite lake for trout, kokanee, or landlocked salmon, or fighting a 50-pound king on the river, James Netzel and Tidelines Guide Service guarantee an enjoyable, comfortable one-on-one experience in one of his two fully rigged boats. A 22-foot Bolton Pro Ski Skiff that seats five for fishing lakes and a 23-foot Rogue Jet Chinook that can comfortably seat six. Used for the river and Delta waterways fish the peak times with one of the best Folsom Lake rainbows in January and February Delta stripers and Orville Kings from late February through May stampede and Lake Tahoe Kokanee and Mackinac are targeted from April through September then it's back to the Valley Rivers for the annual King Salmon runs check out fishtightlines.com or call toll-free 888-975-0990 licensed bonded insured and permitted on all waters fished Avoid the hassles. Go with Tidelines Guide Service and share an enjoyable day on the water loaded with fun and memories with family or friends. There's a feeling you get when you're fishing. A rush of anticipation and adrenaline. It's all about your presentation and that tug at the end of the line. Tournament and recreational anglers need strong, sharp, and reliable hooks because every bite counts. You'll land more and bigger fish. Fish like a pro with Owner Hooks. Owner Hooks, available at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Fairfield, Sacramento, and Manteca, or their online store at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Check out the full line at OwnerHooks.com. Owner, simply the best hook on the market. Heard of Brad's complete line of super baits, cut plugs, and killer fish for salmon, trout, and kokanee? How about Brad's crankbaits for bass or stripers? You're covered with over 100 colors and sizes, running true right out of the box. Bass professionals on tour use Brad's Wigglers when searching for bass on the bike. Find Brad's products, including Made in the USA Terminal Tackle at local retailers, and check out Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it. So I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. 
And joining us live is the man himself, our own senior tuna, Mr. Steve Carson, the director of Penn Fishing Universities. Good morning, tuna. Good morning, sir. So what's been going on down in San Diego since your day on the docks or whatever it was last weekend? Well, first of all, that was an amazing experience. The number of people that, A, want to buy fishing tackle, B, have money, C, realize that the supply is limited and will buy almost anything, and D, will book literally almost every trip for next year on every boat already full. Every boat. They're looking to get out, aren't they? They got to get out. They want to get out on the water. Uh, the fact that the fishing's been, oh, the best in a hundred years has a little bit of something to do with it. You think? Uh, <laughs> so, so that was only last week. Uh, this week, you know, I mean, it, uh, it's almost December. Thanksgiving is almost here. Um, the tuna keep w- not wanting the season to end. It, you can certainly tell that it's winding down. Um, you got to go ten miles out to get one now. Well, you got to go. You got to go a little further than that. I mean, sort of the normal distance. I actually talked to uh, one of our good friends, Captain Rick Scott, on the Ocean Odyssey this morning, and uh, he was kind of scratching away. He had caught about ten yellowtail, all in one bluefin tuna that was 150 pounds. So you know, the, the season just won't quite end. Next week, I've got a three-day trip. We're not quite sure what we're going to do. We might be doing more tuna, or we might be fishing rockfish. It's just it's hard to say. And then, however, the fishing down a little further south in the more traditional area for this time of year, down near Alios Rocks and Magdalena Bay area of Baja, California, that fishing has been, you'll pardon the expression, off the hook. And uh, so I'll be doing that on board the Shogun in early December, and I anticipate a lot of tuna, a lot of yellowtail, maybe some wahoo, you know, who knows. So there's been a lot of fish caught this year. There will still be more fish caught, but I would say the anticipation for next year is unprecedented. I never saw anything like it. Well, the action has just gone on and gone on. And I know everybody's thinking when it's going to quit. And I know you probably have a better idea than most. But, Steve, is there a chance that this is going to continue into next year? Is it all about warm water fingers and where it all is? Or are these fish just kind of changing their pathways, getting well, it a little bit closer I mean, because of baits? On any given day, you know, it's fishing. Oh, the fish are over there. They're over here. It's a little warmer over here, a little cooler over here. I mean, that's fishing. That can happen anywhere, even in your own aquarium at home. Uh, but it's pretty clear that the migration pattern has been, all, at least for bluefin tuna, the migration pattern is altered. Yeah. And, that, you know, they moved into the area literally in 2016, and they mostly haven't left. You know, some years in the winter, in January, they'll slide down maybe 200 miles south, but then they then they kind of come right back. And, they you know, they start right up in, in March, although in 2020 we weren't allowed to fish for them, but that's another story, because uh, we weren't allowed to leave the house, which also adds to people's angst. But um, I, I'm sort of of the of – the, uh, of the of the school of thought that thinks this is a hundred year cycle and it's so big that we couldn't see it because these fish were here a hundred years ago they were here for about 15 years 
for all you got to do is read one of Zane Gray's books from that period on uh, fishing in in Southern California, and then they left about they left about uh, 1930 or so, and you know they went back to the Sea of Japan. And they mostly stayed there, and now they're back. So maybe we're going to have, if we've had five years' worth of them, maybe we've got ten years' more worth of them. Um, the other good thing is the uh, all the nations of the world, or almost all of them, got together, managed to agree on bluefin tuna uh, quotas for commercial fishing, and mostly they've been obeying them. So the, the fish are making a, you know a very nice population comeback. How that's related to their to their adjustment and their migration, hard to say. But needless to say, the fishing has been insane. Insane. There's not a whole lot more to say after that, is there? I mean, uh, I mean, I, uh, all all the superlatives have been used up. All I can say is we're lucky that there's things like Penn International two speeds and Penn Torque two speeds and Penn Fathom two speeds, so that. Old decrepit fishermen with arthritis in their fingers mm-hmm. can still can still catch hundred and two hundred and maybe even three hundred pound tuna. Well, believe I'm, me, the the equipment makes a huge huge difference. Well, believe me, a two speed is essential for what you're doing out there. There's no doubt about it. And I'm very familiar with those arthritis fingers things. But you know what? Cranking it on a reel, loosen them up real quick. It 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 really does. And I mean, I can. I can think back to so many days in the past where if we had the tackle that's available in 2021, I, I mean, I could have caught, you know, my personal best, twice as many, whatever. Pick your superlative. So we should be very, very grateful for the amazing fishing tackle that's available to us today. Well, it's it's out there, it's available, and it certainly has simplified and made easier the uh, wrestling of these things up to the boat. And again, I just want to remind everybody, you don't need to take everything, whether you're in salt water or fresh water. A lot of these fish should probably go back into the water like they do with a small one. So you don't need to uh, do like the guy did with 42 albacore on one of our trips. I've always wondered if he still got that in his freezer. That was about 25 years ago. Well, well, yeah, and you know, and speaking of of reasonable quotas, and though these bluefin tuna are big, I mean, a fifty pounder isn't even considered big anymore. That's a small one, right? So, so with a, with a limit in both California and Mexican waters on bluefin tuna of two per day, and if you're on even if you're on a long range trip, a ten day trip, you can have a maximum of three days worth of limits. That means you can have six. That's more than reasonable and keeps from over-exploiting the resource, but uh, still allows you to catch the fish of a lifetime. Absolutely. I, I remember having to clean about five albacore when Rod Browning and I went with you that time. And just bringing five of them home and cleaning, it looked like a bloodbath in the kitchen sink. But uh, it lasted forever. We shared it with neighbors all over the place. But the guy with 46 of them that took them all, threw them in the back of his van. I'm going, man, he's going to be cleaning them for a month. Well, Either yeah, that or he had some other dishonest method that he was planning on disposing well, of. Oh, that's the more likely one. But, uh, yeah, and now albacore have a different limit than bluefin tuna. In Mexican waters, the limit is five. In California waters between the Mexican border and Point Conception, which is roughly Santa Barbara, the limit is 10. And from 
Point Conception to the Oregon border in California, the limit for albacore is still 25. It's a handful, folks. No doubt about it. I would not be walking the next day, and I wouldn't be lifting either arm. If the wind's in your face, you're in the right place. That's all I remember. I just wanted the wind blowing in my face. And don't forget, if the wind's in your back, you've got an empty sack. That's right. And move, what is it? Do you step left? I can't remember. Walk left. Well, it's step when, to the left or step to the right. It all depends on which way the prevailing wind is. That's right. Go right, right when you've got it down, the wind changes. Head up to the bow. Somebody will yell at you if you're going the wrong direction. You can bet on it. Well, I will anyway. <laughs> Steve Carson, the director of Penn Fishing University's Tuna, thanks for sharing with us this morning. We appreciate it, my friend. Thanks, Seth. All right. What a great guy. It's, it's always fun to catch up with Tuna. Yes, it is. Now, I'm not sure what's going on with my next guest. You guys have heard me talk about it. My well, phone wherever he's at, up, it's probably foggy. But I don't have time to be doing emails while I'm on the air. Let's go to Captain Zach Medinas with Gatecrasher Fishing Adventures and find out what's going on out there. I hear he's got Virginia on board with him this morning, too. Good morning, Zach. Hey, Good morning, Steph. How are you? I'm doing well. Hey, you sent a great video to me the other day on Sturgeon Action where you and Virginia saved a fish that was being attacked by sea lions out there. Yeah, it's it's been getting pretty tough out here with those, uh, <laughs> those I lovingly, uh, like most fishermen, like to refer to them as fur bags. But it, it, I don't have any issue with them when we're in a marine environment. But out here in the river, I don't know, they're just kind of a rogue animal, but... Just one more thing to deal with, you know. Well, tell us about the action. What's been going on this past week? Fishing's been okay. You know, we've been getting probably two to four uh, slot size fish a trip. Um, we get a big oversize on most trips, like the one I sent you a uh, uh, picture of. And that was really fun. That was on uh, Veterans Day. You know, we had a. I wasn't planning to go fish that day. I was doing a trip for the um, California Bass Association. And, uh, but I had some veterans call and they wanted to go and, you know, I'm not going to say no to that. And, and he caught a big fish. I mean, it's, it's probably pretty close to 90 inches, just a monster. Love to see those big ones out here. In the system. Well, a big fish like that is just a, a monster. There's no question about it. I've only hooked one out there that I never saw. And boy, I wish I had, I don't mind losing a fish if I see it, but when you've got a monster like those Leviathans that you catch out there, it, it just, it's just a thrill of your lifetime, folks. Zach, what seems to be the best offerings out there? You know, we've been sticking to what we normally do, uh, either eel or salmon salmon row. It's, it's in the freezer, and it's, it's easy to get out there and use it. Um, tough right now. You know, a lot of the bait shops don't have eel, or if they do, they don't have the one you want to use, you know. So um, shrimps are good bait, too. You know, I hear a lot of people are getting uh, good results with goat shrimp. Well, I just read everything on my cell phone. I guess you got your second captain on board. Virginia Salvador is on board with you this morning? Yeah, she's out here. You want to say hello? Yeah, let's talk to her real quick. Here you go. Hey, Seth, good morning. Hey, Captain, how the heck are you? It's nice having you back on the air with us. Hey, uh, I saw the video the other day that Zach sent me, and you were like a kid trying to save a sturgeon out there. That was quite a quite a fight that was going on. Tell our listeners a little bit about it real quick. Yeah, so at the time, we were hooked up on two fish, right? We had a slot-sized fish on one and a really, really gravid female on the other line. So we had both of our anglers reeling them in, and then Zach spots a sea lion heading our way. And so we 
hurry up and we pull in the smaller fish and our other angler is still fighting this giant, giant fish, right? So the sea lion comes towards that fish and does grab it, right? And so we, we're trying to reel it in as fast as possible. Zach takes over on the line to try to save its life or at least break it off so it has a chance to, to survive. And then um, we, we somehow got the sea lion to let go. And then Zach was able to angle it and reel it, reel it, reel it in. And let, and at the time, you know, he had brought it to the boat. And I just got so frustrated. I was like, save him now. So I literally leaked over him while he was holding it. And I literally bear hugged them all. And we all just fell backwards and saved the fish's life. So well, that was a great day. It was quite a video. <laughs> and there is no doubt in my mind that you're a captain after listening to that. You were barking yeah, out, you play. were, you were barking out the orders <laughs> to save that fish. And that's just great. Well, it's nice to have you back out there on the water. I know you're a busy lady doing everything that you do. What, what time on the tide is the best tide right now for getting into these fish? Whenever you see the tide and the best times to catch sturgeon are when the tide slows down and the tide starts to speed up. That time period where it slows enough that the scent of your bait can reach the sturgeon, that is the optimal time to get hooked up. So don't just think that when the tide is slowing down, it's time to move. Stay a little longer. You'll be surprised. Well, that's a great tip. Now, best offerings out there. You know, you guys have had a great mentor with Rich Tipton in the old days, and I know you've got the uh, sturgeon uh, connection when it comes to row out there. You guys have a, a great formula that you use and it's a very pr successful thing are they hitting on row or are they hitting on some of the other baits too like eel and other such well i've always tried a mix on when i fish on my own and i have to tell you eel is really productive as well you know it's really just about finding them setting up on them correctly and picking the right tides so that the bait the scent of your bait gets to them sturgeon will eat you just have to have it at the right time Right place, right time, right presentation, right knots, right swivel, right hooks. Everything has to be done right for successful hookups, especially with a barbless hook out there with a big fish on the other end of it. Well, let's give them the information for Gate Crashers Fishing. Give them all the scoop they need, website as well as the phone numbers, Virginia. Awesome. And you can check us out at www.gatecrasherfishing.com. And the number is 925 497 7171. Concentrating on sturgeon for the next how many months? Um, until the, we'll leave to the saltwater in June. There you we'll have it. Folks, you have great opportunities until June to get out there and get in on the monster Delta sturgeon action. And I want to remind everybody again, don't keep everything you can. Only keep what you need and let the others go to fight again. We don't want to diminish or wipe out our fisheries out there. Virginia, thanks so much, and thanks, Zach, for me, too. We appreciate you joining us on California Sports, and we'll talk to you both again real soon. Awesome. See you later, Seth. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Have a great one. Hey, it's about time for Maryland, and get a clue, isn't it? Get a clue. Get a clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, Tackle, fishing gear, or bait. 
you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. Hey, a couple of good rains recently changed water levels in our lakes, reservoirs, and rivers. Levels have risen, and it's a good thing. However, all this water has created hazardous and dangerous conditions. Going fishing in your own boat soon? Think about this as you launch your boat on a ramp that's shorter than the last time you used it. Concentrate and be careful. Keep a close eye on your locator and a sharp eye on what's ahead. Watch out for mounds and floating logs and debris. Landmarks and familiar spots will appear totally different in higher water conditions. Wear a life jacket and make sure everyone in your boat wears one too. It might save your life. Get a clue. Take care of yourself. Stay safe. Till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. Guiding full-time since 1998, J.D. Ritchie Sport Fishing shares knowledge, experience, and professionalism on Northern California's exciting King Salmon and Steelhead Waters, in addition to his home-based fishing on Lake Tahoe. This year's River King Salmon return is forecast to be excellent, and Lake Tahoe is a proven producer of Mackinac, Kokanee, and Trout. Get in on the action. Go with the best. J.D. Ritchie. A light tackle specialist, J.D. furnishes the finest in tackle, and his 26-foot river wild boat with heated cabin is ready to get you into fish in comfort. Your catch will be cleaned and filleted with care. All you have to do is put them on the grill. Book your dates and don't miss out. Call J.D. Ritchie Sport Fishing at 916-952-1554. For more info and up-to-date fishing reports, check out thesportfisher.com. When you're looking for the latest in fishing gear, accessories, and live bait, Elkhorn Bait and Tackle is where you'll find everything you need for fishing fun. From trout to bass, sturgeon to stripers, and salmon to shad, there's a licensed and bonded guide behind the counter and he freely shares tips tricks and top locations for action learn about curing row from the pros and how to properly rig for success and more important elkhorn bait always has the best and largest selection of fresh baits like crawdads minnows pile worms blood worms night crawlers and more including frozen tray baits elkhorn bait and tackle 20th street and elkhorn boulevard west of watt 916-991-5298 hey they're also your local u-haul dealer Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. 
Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. It's time for RVing and Destination, sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value and pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple Best of Awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. Hey, today I want to share a few fresh water tips for you to have good drinking water in your RV. Some do's and don'ts that you should be following. Well, for starters, there are specific hoses designed for transporting from the water faucet to your RV faucet, fresh water for drinking. It's not a garden hose. It's not the hose you use to wash down the RV. A dedicated, clean, water, pure hose for you to have your drinking water. And that should be tied in also with one of the inline filters that run anywhere from $9.95 up to $50 so that you're running that water through, filtering out any particles or contaminants or maybe even some of the bad smells that I know many of us have come across out there in the world when we're hooking up water in different RV parks. Well, storing your hoses is very important. And when you're storing them underneath in your RV, it's a real good idea to screw the two ends together. That way no spiders or insect can go crawling up inside the hose and end up in your soup later on. You know, it's a good idea to keep them separate, especially from your black water hoses. You have to have a designated hose for your gray water and black water. That's dumping your sewer lines, shall we say, your bath water, your sink water, and your bathroom water all goes through your big sewer line that goes out but we're really cautious about wanting to hose out that sewer line. So we grab any old hose and run water down it and it's an easy way to contaminate everything in the area. If you're using your drinking water hose to clean out your sewer hose, don't do that. Use a specific one for your gray lines and for your black lines cleaning out and only use your fresh water drinking hose for drinking water and don't go back and forth You'd hate to get confused. You'd hate to get screwed up. You'd hate to get sick or maybe worse, get some of your family members sick as a result of it. And one of the other things you should always do is wear gloves whenever you're working with the sewer lines. Designated hose for your gray and black water flushing. Never cross-contaminate. Always use gloves and use a filter to enjoy the water that you've got there at the park instead of wondering... Am I going to get sick from this or not? It's a good idea to stay on top of it. You can always bring along some fresh bottled water. And remember, you can boil anything if you're really questioning it. 
but fortunately, most of the places out there test regularly and they're trouble-free, but you don't want to find those that aren't. So please be careful. Treat your fresh water as it is, and don't confuse it with your hoses or equipment or even mingle it with the stuff from your sewer lines and your drainage lines. All of that needs to be separate so that you can stay safe and have a great time outdoors. Stop by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome on Highway 120. Check the full inventory of new and used RVs, trailers, motorhomes, and the huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories. The -the state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states, featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way RVing. Review the entire inventory at the MantecaTrailer.com website with photos and pricing, or better yet, stop by and take a look. Low prices, huge selection, great service. There's no need to look any further. Further, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome, catering to sportsmen around the West. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. I wonder what we're doing now. Let me see here on the list. That's done, that's done. I think we have to talk to Dave Hurley now. It's too early to talk to Dave. Yeah, we're way ahead of Dave schedule. Dave will be talking. Repeat that. We're way ahead of schedule. We're way ahead of schedule. We're never ahead of schedule. Well, accidents do happen. That's just the way it works. And I don't want to get to Dave Hurley just yet. I want to talk about uh, Eagle Lake right now. I called Tim Knoxon up at Eagle Lake uh, a couple days ago. He's leaving this weekend. It's getting cold. It's getting ugly. He's got a home up there, so it's time that he and his wife came back down here to the real world and hung out down here. So he said, I can give you an updated report. And I thought, I can give him one, too. And I also checked in with Robert Mueller. I know he's uh, fishing up there today, too. Tough conditions can exist up there, folks. It's a whole lot different weather patterns than we have down here. If I was a fisherman right now, where would I be going? That's what I want to share with you. There's three places. And Kemp can name one of them right off the top. The lake he hates the most. Berryessa. The big king salmon action for Four, five, six, eight-pound kings, maybe even larger, should be happening right now. They haven't now. turned that place into a it's, skate park yet. It's going to get going really good and go right into December. The big rainbows are on the bike. How do I know this? You know how many big aluminum boats I passed yesterday coming home from the Davis area? My goodness, those guys were pouring out of Russell Road, straight out mm-hmm. of uh, Winters. And one big aluminum after another, and everybody seemed to be jovial. Maybe they were just going to Gone Fishing Marine for a tune-up. No, they were going straight through to Davis. (laughs) They were going to pop out on 80. You sure they weren't going to Gone Fishing for a tune-up? I don't think so. They were were tuned up and having a good time fishing up there. Yeah. The other one, of course, Lake Eagle Lake is one of them, but Lake Almanor. Dave and I have talked about this in the past, too. Marilyn and I is one of our favorite fisheries. Giant rainbows, big browns available. I keep thinking of the, I had a 10 or a 12 pound king salmon on there one year when they had a lot of king salmon in the lake and snapped it off when it wrapped me around a stump, but I saw it. Oh, did I hate missing that fish? That was something to lose. And speaking of, we should have thrown a hundred thousand dollars on, on top of losing the fish. Yeah, if it, if see, it costs you a hundred grand, you never forget them. See, when, but when you have a hundred grand for a big fish like you do in a bass tournament, Kent, a lot of guys just reach a little bit too far and fall into the water. I've been there, done that. It's on YouTube if that, you're looking for that's it. That's why I brought. That it. That was only ten grand. That wasn't a hundred. Well, it shows how it's desperate still went a bass in for fish ten grand. Yeah. Be. 
exactly. That's the way it works. Well, let's get hooked up with the man himself, the editor of Western Outdoor News, Mr. Dave Hurley, joins us now, and I've asked him to share some great fishing opportunities with you that we haven't discussed too much here on the show so far today. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Seth. Good morning, Kent. Uh, what, yeah, you hit me. You hit me already with Eagle Lake. That was a <laughs> that has a really bright spot right there. Well, I didn't talk a lot about it because I knew you might have something on it. This is the time of year to fish Eagle Lake. Period. Yeah, it sounds really good, and the waters come up, and launching is a lot easier. But you know, the one that place that everybody wants to go to, it's all on their bucket list, is Pyramid. And I don't know if you talked about Pyramid earlier. But no, we haven't, but I saw great photos earlier this week from Pyramid. Well, Pyramid, it seems like uh, that, that over the last couple of years, it, that place has just exploded in terms of people wanting to go up there, knocking that off their bucket list, and uh, I think it's only going to get better. I know the boats have the upper hand right now, the guys that are uh, jigging those P-line laser minnows or, or trolling. They're doing because those fish have not come into the shorelines yet. But when that water gets colder, they'll be moving in, and the fly guys will have a. They're doing they're doing okay, but they have to fish deep water access. But uh, those fish up there are just unbelievable. The, that fishery they've done an amazing job with that hatchery, getting that pilot peak strain, and it seems like everybody in Northern California and Nevada is knocking that place off their bucket list. Well, I, I hit it last last year with Bob Smalley, and we're going back again this year. It is a fabulous fishery. And when you're out there with a professional guide like our friend J.D. Ritchie, wow, what a yacht you're on out there when you're fishing. That's an amazing place. You know, and while we're in that same area, Lake Tahoe's been fishing really well for Mackinac. The Mackinac are coming off the spawn, and they're moving out into deeper water. And uh, they actually got them up to 15 pounds this last week. You know, they, 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 they either uh, jig for them with spoons or they – use live bait under a flasher and it seems like that population is, is uh, just exploded in terms of the numbers of Mackinac that are there you don't find the large ones that are there but you do find uh, you know numbers of uh, four to six pounders uh, just very steady you know the limit is five but they really encourage you to only take a couple of fish out of there per day uh, at, at, but that's been another really good fishery and I'm glad to see that economy rebound somewhat after you know the calder fire did a real real number on that whole uh, lake tahoe basin so that's another option i see that you got your our, our friend sean rainsberger at donner today yes yeah, a matter of fact because i'm so far ahead maryland's giving him a call right now i'm going to check in live with him before we get off the air today i won't steal his thunder but no tell him what's going on up there because that's his target that is this target. You know, if you want to have a chance for a trophy Mackinac catch and release, and John has got it dialed down really well. Uh, you know, he doesn't keep anything over 10 pounds. He he gets them right back in the water right away. But uh, it, you have the chance of a fish of a lifetime at that particular lake. It's not it's not for numbers. You're going to go up there, and, and you may get skunked, and you probably will get skunked, but if you do catch a fish, it's going to be a big one. Well, they aren't getting skunked today. I just got a note. You know what the screen looks like in my studio. Sean caught a couple, so we'll be talking to him in a minute. Nice. He's already yeah. into some of those Max. Uh, and who knows? He might be catching those beautiful chrome bright late season kokanee I saw on that lake two weeks ago. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so a couple of things real quick. Next weekend, we have a fishing derby at Oak Grove Regional Park. It's the 37th year of the... Uh, trout bout that's there you know it's kind of interesting i started my kids uh there 
and now my oldest is 30, 38 years old, so she probably was two or three years old at the very beginning of this trout bout. Uh, it's a good place to take kids. They're going to plant in that urban lake. Uh, we also have a sturgeon derby held by the California Striped Bass Association next Saturday at uh, Pittsburgh Marina, and uh, it's a target length derby, and if you have anything close to the target length, then you'll probably want to bring it into measure, but if not, you can certainly encourage you to release that fish but uh, we have some things happening in the next in the next week uh, they're planning heavily at amador and comanche new maloney's is starting to pick up because we had a big uh, dfw plant last week so trollers are starting to do well there i think like you say our herbarius is just a, a short time off before those king salmon happen again and that should be phenomenal that fishery is just this i think it was december and january last year were the best months and i know alan fong probably champing at the bit he's got that technique down oh yeah we're so, talking uh, quietly on the side about that one <laughs> <laughs> they, are, they are not getting away for me this well, year you haven't gone far enough north yet dave but i gotta tell you probably the two best lakes in the north part of the state if you want to chase some green fish lake oroville has a launch ramp now yes. and oroville is wide open guys are catching numbers uh and the other the other lake right now a little road trip from down here in sacramento but is lake shasta and it is really really good a little tough to launch low water uh but fishing at lake shasta is really good dave are you hearing got, anything at trinity it's cold at trinity lake yeah it's been low um and it's been windy up there a lot but i know that they're they are catching fish there uh, that's one of the places they keep pretty quiet you know because they like to keep that for the local guys they like to keep um, us valley folks out oh did, my buddies <laughs> in reading told me if, if you talk about trinity or whiskey town we will drive down and beat you <laughs> talk all you want about lake shasta you mean those really big large mouth that are in whiskey town spotted bass i well, mean the place, whatever the place was, has I, a world record spotted i had one sure. on for about six seven pounds out there whatever it was yep and there are monster bass in that lake, yeah. tight to the shore. And Trinity's, Trinity's special because it's northern strain largemouth and yeah. world record class smallmouth live in that lake. And it's still got a lot of other species it in does. there, too, that it freshwater fishermen like to pursue. Yeah, but but to, to all my friends in Redding and Cottonwood and Anderson, and I'm afraid of the Cottonwood and Anderson guys. Cause, you should be. Because they'll bury you in a pasture. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so to all my buddies in Cottonwood and Anderson, I won't talk about Trinity and Whiskeytown much. Yeah, and Bullard's Bar. Put Bullard's Bar on that list too, Kent, because that's one that. <laughs> no, we screwed that up years ago. <laughs> People keep that one pretty quiet too. You know, you know, there's certain places you just don't get reports from because, uh, or they do. If you get a report, they'll say, "Listen, I don't want this out there because yeah. uh, we don't want to get swamped by." They'll everybody. be saying things like, "Well, the coconut are biting." You get a report from Bullard's, and it's usually you're too late. You should have been there. You should have been going when you weren't thinking about going there. These guys you know? are talking about monster spotted bass out of that. Oh, uh, that place is amazing. It, it it really is. And it was it's amazing for Kokanee too because yeah. anybody can go there and get a limit most of the time. Yeah, Malone. I mean, you know what? It's just it, it's it falls right back in. Sep, if if they did a Kokanee plant, it is a great spotted bass lake in California. You know, I mean, from you know from Shasta to Maloney's to Pedro to Berryessa to Folsom. I mean, just all those lakes are are uh, great spotted bass fisheries because of the efforts of, you know, the California Fisheries Foundation and Project Chrome Carp. And let's not forget the Department of Fish and Wildlife. They're yeah. responsible for making it all happen. Dave? Yeah, you're you're go- right about Shasta, uh, Kent. we got that Phil's uh, tournament tomorrow. We're going to yeah. see what happens. I think they're going to have some big limits 
come out of there. Yeah, it's going to be really. Good. They're going to catch some big king salmon too while they're out there jigging for some yeah, of those bass. Yeah, fundraiser they do every year. How so deep are those different. bass going to be? This you time? know, most of those fish are going to be anywhere from probably twenty to forty-five. They're going to hang some king salmon. Yeah, about twenty to forty-five should be where you're going to catch most of them. Well, Mr. Hurley, what else you got for us? Well, I think we need some cold weather uh, to kind of get things uh, straightened out a little bit. I'd like to see a temperature drop a little bit more, get that shad schooled up some, get some of these southern lakes going. Uh, uh, I know McClure has been really good for numbers of bass. It's really low, but uh, and there's some debris on a lot of these lakes, you know, with this rain that we had last week. But I think, uh, you know, it's just I'd like to see the temperatures drop somewhat. I'd like to see it drop in the delta about three or four more degrees so we can uh, – Get the stripers. I mean, it's been really good, but I'd like to see that bait bite pick up a little bit uh, 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 in the Delta. Boy, I tell you, with the fog, I can't believe the fog the last couple of days. This is like the good old days of growing up in Stockton where you couldn't see across the street. It's what happens when it rains in October and November. And the ground stays wet. (laughs) Then it gets foggy. And we used to fish the one bass tournament every year the first week of November. Uh, and it, and tournament directors didn't believe in fog delays in those days. It was like, they also believed in, okay, go. Yeah, go. <laughs> yeah. And so we, we didn't have many fog delays back in those days, but, uh, I mean, it was, uh, it was always part of fishing the November events on the Delta was, uh, was running out of lads in the fog. Dave, you gotta oh, be, enough. you gotta be wanting to jump on board a salt boat right now. Oh, of course. I mean, I've really been encouraged about what these guys have been able to do with those hoop nets. I know they're working really hard out there, but they are really putting in their time. They're going to the Fairlands for the, and then they're pulling the hoop nets. They're 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 going all out. I can see why James took a day off today, other than what he did last night, because uh, uh, they're working. Those deckhands are working incredibly hard and doing it. So yes, I would love to get on a salt boat, and it's got to be out of Bodega Bay. And, you know, Rick Powers is coming in at 1 o'clock every day with limits, 30 limits of crab and rockfish. And uh, he's really putting it on. And uh, that would be the place to go because uh, you want to get in early uh, where the other boats are coming in well after dark. So, uh, Well, we've got another week, week and a half, two weeks left before they reassess the crab situation, I guess. So we should have a, another idea and maybe they'll get a release on it because they're not seeing as many whales, but we'll have to just kind of – see what that happens. You kind of forecast this thing happening. You saw it coming and suggested that it might be negative because they're communicating a bunch, and son of a gun, you were right, Dave. Well, you know, I do have an editorial this week. It's on the digital version of Western Outdoor News, and I think it really talks about the fact that we have to do better. I'd really like to take these uh, regulations and look at them for the coming year. I hope that uh, Fish and Wildlife and the Fish and Game Commission are open to suggestions from people who are out in the field because this has uh, really made an impact on those southern ports, particularly Half Moon Bay and, and Santa Cruz and Monterey. And uh, it, it did put things off for a while. These guys were smart enough to be able to go out and uh, or brave enough to go out and invest the equipment and make it happen. And the funny part is you don't have to buy a crab validation stamp to fish hoop nets. That's the thing that really cracks me up. They didn't think of this thing. They didn't think that somebody would be ingenious enough to make it happen. And now they can't even get the $2.42 that's designed to do the research uh, because you don't have to have one for a, for a hoop net. Well, occasionally when uh, laws or regulations are written, they overlook something, much like they did with the bass tournament scheduling. Uh, they overlooked the a little uh, error. They probably should have added another sentence or two in that uh, agreement, but they failed to do it there. 
let's just hope well, that this passes soon and that we get everybody out there enjoying the great outdoors as soon as possible. Isn't that the truth, Ken? Yes. Isn't that the truth? We've all right. had about enough of it, haven't we? No, it's uh, there's no question about it. But I think that uh, fishermen have to find their voice and do it in the right way and be able to work for change because well, uh, our, you know that makes a big difference. You probably got the same memo I did from the California Department of Fish and Wildlife Fishing Game Commission. Uh, greetings to fish and wildlife stakeholders. The California Fish and Game Commission has expressed a commitment to champion justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion and is advancing right. the development of its justice, equity, diversion, diversity, and inclusion JEDI plan. That's what the acronym is. The commission approved the JEDI work plan at its April 21st meeting and is now seeking input as we develop a JEDI policy statement and a set of related definitions. Whatever they that, sure love their acronyms, don't they? Whatever that means is you have an opportunity to go in there and express your opinion. So I think, Dave, this is a good time for us to get together and express opinions to the Department of Fish and Wildlife and the commission. Absolutely. I think that's what it's all about. And I think that, you know, people have to use their voice. Uh, we have to make changes that are common sense, that make, that allow, uh, you know, that balance the need for, uh, uh, the fishery, among all, all the other um, competing factors that are out there. But, you know, fishermen and outdoorsmen have a big impact. And some of these decisions that have been made without a lot of public input have had impact on our – and uh, and so it's, it, this is an opportunity. So Well, I'm just yeah, reading I'm down this it. notice a little bit further. It says, send your written comments to Fish and Game Commission at fishandgamecommission.ca.gov. And this is a phone listening session and discussion on November 17th from 4.30 to 6.30 via Zoom or telephone. Think they discovered the mute button yet? I would hope so. <laughs> I'll uh, get this posted up on Facebook so everybody can take a look there and see what the date is if they're interested in finding out what the Jedi plan is. And I certainly am. Yeah, that's a great idea. I'm glad you're going to post that. I think it's Listening in on that phone session is pretty important. Well, the seventeenth doesn't give us a whole lot of time to tell the world about it, so I think that's the only way. Four thirty, the seventeenth. Take a look at it. FishingGameCommission.ca.gov and look for Jedi Justice, Equity, Diversity, and Inclusion. Not sure if they're talking about fish or people there, but something's going to happen. No. One other real quick thing, Sep. Uh, uh, California uh, Collaborative Fisheries is looking for anglers to join their trips next year. Uh, they just posted, uh, Western Outdoor News just posted something on their Facebook page about it. Uh, if you want to get in on a volunteer trip, get to fish places that you've never fished before or will never fish again because they are in the closed zone, those research trips are fantastic. And they're setting up volunteers for next year, and they're really looking for guys that are fishermen to be out there. All right. So that's well, another really good opportunity. Heck, yes. Dave, thanks for hooking up with us. We appreciate it. I will talk to you again very soon. Sounds great. Thank you, guys. All right. Thank you. Dave Hurley with Western Outdoor News. I'm going. Go ahead. I am racing up to Donner Lake. I want to climb on board with Sean Rainsberger real quick with Sean's Guide Service. What's going on, Sean? Morning, guys. Catching a couple fish here. We lost one. Um, Been waiting for the numbers of small fish to come back in the lake. You know, when the bigger ones spawn really good and, and, you know, they're successful, then you have more action. I've, I've heard Dave talking about how it's been and and i think this next springtime we might see limits again maybe hopefully well, how big are the fish you got today oh a couple of pounds they're small yeah. all right small 
small, small. Well, but we've got it, one out for the big fish. Up, you know, keeping our fingers crossed. Well, it'll be colder than hell up there. You can bet on it. Have a great day on the water, Sean Rainsberger with Sean's Guide Service. Real quick, give him the phone number. Five three zero eight zero two four four eight four. You guys have a good one. All right, take care. Hey, you want to feel old? Yeah, Scott Green's a new grandpa. I heard you talking about that yeah. this morning. That makes me feel real old. <laughs> well, congratulations but on I'm that. I'm losing family. weight. I'm energized. I'm ready to go. And I'll see you guys at Berryessa because it looks like two weeks of great weather coming up. Get out there and enjoy the outdoors, folks. Till next week. This is Seth. Tidelines, everybody. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, productions of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment. Join us next week from 5 to 8 a.m. for another Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors.